October 20th, Dane Day, 2023. We are just hanging out in the swamp. Uh, Lions are going to Maybank tonight, hopefully to get a dub. Yes. What's going on, Todd? We hope to mess up the Panther party. Yeah. Well, I thought this was a good Friday song. You know, by the Beach Boys. But, you know, I, I got to thinking about when uh, we had the death earlier this week with uh, the actress. Uh, oh, Suzanne Summers? Suzanne Summers. And she was in American Graffiti. Yeah. And the whole show, Richard Dreyfus kept trying to find who is that girl driving that T bar. And that's who it was. That's her. Not speaking part. Say that real fast. Yeah. Not speaking part. And anyway, I thought, hey, good Friday song. Play that one. High school football. Scurry Washer Wildcats going on to the Palmer, I believe. They're Bulldogs. This is a showdown. Showdown. For that, for that district. Go get them. Scurry Rasa. That's right. They're wild. Cats. And uh, Green White will be there. Along with Wayne Mark. Tell me yesterday he's going to go watch them. It's a good deal. Hey, beautiful weather. The uh, squirrels are squirreling around. One of them, yesterday, I go outside and I thought somebody was trying to talk to him. Squirrel up the tree. There are no sounds. Yeah. And when they do sounds, the tail does a funny thing. Like, what are you haunting me for? But anyway. Could you feed or fill up the bird feeder, please? Is that yeah. what he was saying? I, I guess that's what he was wanting. Yeah. Said, eh, still enough in there. Matter of fact, you just need to get on the ground and get what you want, maybe sometime. But anyway, it's got to go on your side of the swamp. Well, I think this guy was coming in because he wanted a little more than bird seed. Uh, police in South Africa had to call for backup when they found their station under siege by an unusual trespasser, a nearly 11 foot crocodile. Ooh. Here he is. And, uh, he was be- lurking behind the station. He was <laughs> lurking. I don't know actually what that is, but I don't know if he could lurk for too long without being seen. Yeah. That be- yeah, they finally captured him and loaded him into the back of a vehicle, but it doesn't say what they did with him. So they they call me the lurker mm-hmm. in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I just sat around lurking. Mm-hmm. Doing nobody no good. Let's go to mm-hmm. Oregon. Uh, an Oregon animal sanctuary said a Holstein or Holstein steer named Romeo might be the tallest in the world at six feet and three inches tall. My goodness. There he is, old Romeo. That's and uh, listen to Romeo's story. Oh, I see it. All right. Well, Misty Moore. A founder and operator of the sanctuary said six-year-old Romeo has lived at the facility 
since he was rescued from a veal crate at a dairy at the age of 10 days old. Wow. He was rescued from a lady who went to a dairy and she saw all the calves from the crates and was able to secure the release of five of them. Once she got them from that dairy, she contacted the sanctuary and we were able to take Romeo. Now he's setting records. The world's tallest steer. The world. That's bigger than Texas. Yeah. A six foot cow. Yeah. Man, I cannot believe somebody, and, and they might have been using that for advertising. Some product. I know I would. <laughs> That's right. Chick-fil-A people ought to be all over yeah. that one. Eat more chicken. Yeah. All right, this one. Good for the guy, not so much for the store clerk. A California man let a store clerk choose a scratch-off lottery ticket for him and ended up winning a $10 million prize. Wow. Uh, he Brent Young was the winner's name, and he told the California lottery officials he didn't know what ticket he wanted, <laughs> uh, so he left the choice up to the store clerk. <laughs> wow. I was Dude. like, just pick whichever one. I didn't care. The clerk handed over a California 200 times ticket. I think those are $20, uh, the 200 times. Young was shocked to see the ticket was a $10 million top prize winner. When I saw those zeros, I was like, no way. This doesn't happen to people like me. It's crazy. Out of all those options, the clerk could have picked a different game, but he didn't. He grabbed a winner. You know, here's the deal, man. Don't be so low self-esteem. What do you mean people like you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like I the, mean, uh, I was like, yeah. out there in California. Oh, yeah. The Californians. That's right. So it took, the 405, it took the 405 straight to the store. He, and then he, he goes on to say he originally planned to go to a different gas station that turned out to be closed. Well, there you go. He had everything going for him. Didn't he know it? That, you know, he wow. said, if it had been open, none of this probably would have happened. You know, when yeah. I win the lottery, I'm not telling a soul nah. because I'd like to avoid saying something that just never, you know, they never say anything that's yeah. really, I don't know, good. Wow. Anyway, that's pretty good. I wonder if he told the clerk. Oink, oink, this man right here. It's been a month. Uh, he's the second guy to get a pig heart oh. transplant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been a month since a Maryland man became uh, the second person to receive a transplanted heart from a pig. Hospital video released Friday shows he's working hard to recover. He had heart failure and was ineligible for a traditional heart transplant, which I don't know why but they offered this highly experimental surgery and uh he's the so okay so the first man that had the pig transplant uh he survived only two months but that heart failed and they weren't sure at first but then the they found out the pig it was a pig virus wow yeah so we might want to check into that a little more next time anyway this guy's still hanging on in maryland but i heard he had a side effect What's that? Well, to get in the mud a lot. Yeah. Take a bath. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just snorting. Don't leave us, guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 2018 we'll in the music world. Yeah. Good luck to that guy and his pig heart.
Yeah. That's something really. Yeah. Think that's about it, man. <laughs> I don't know I, how I'm you do say, that. Can you say beyond amazing? Yeah. But that's pretty wild. And I wonder if they use the rest of it for still use it for bacon and stuff. Oh man, that's something. They said that you smell something. Oh, sure smells good. All Nothing right. like a campfire with bacon sizzling. 2018 in the music world on what would have been Tom Petty's 68th birthday. The city of Gainesville renamed the former Northeast Park, a park where young Petty had often visited as Tom Petty Park. He was born in uh, 1950. Hmm. All right. 1977 was the uh, Leonard Skinner crash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Ronnie Van Zant, Steve Gaines, and Cassie Gaines from Leonard Skinner were all killed along with manager Dean Kilpatrick when their rented plane ran out of fuel and crashed into a densely wooded thicket in the middle of a swamp in Gillsburg, Mississippi. Yeah. They were due to play at Louisiana University that evening. Hmm. Phony baloney. I'm sorry. Only the Lonely, yes. 1960, Roy Orbison had his first UK number one single with Only the Lonely and his first of 33 hits. The song was turned down by the Everly Brothers and Elvis Presley, so Orbison decided to record the song himself. Only the Lonely, bum, 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 And I have one more birthday. Oh, boy. Calvin Brodus. A.K.A. Snoop Doggy Dog. 1971, Snoop Doggy Dog, Calvin Brodus. That's that dude's name. That's it. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Oh, man. He well, got something else. What. Let me put a little more mustard on that corny dog because the fair shut down Sunday. Uh-oh. You know, if it don't get shot down, it's going to shut down. So, Hello. get your mustard. It's a condiment made from the seeds of a mustard plant. I would think it would be that, not a, you know, onion plant or yeah. apple plant or a chocolate plant. But this is what a mustard can do for you and to you. Which, please use mustard. On the corny dog. I know what, I do. When I look up there and they have a ketchup bottle with it, I'm thinking, what's wrong with the world? Don't even give the option, okay? It's mustard, it's nothing. Due to the large amount of vitamin E and A, which have an antioxidant effect, mustard is able to keep the skin firmer and younger. In addition to preventing premature aging, as it works by fighting the action of free radicals in the cells. Mustard helps to strengthen the immune system as it contains vitamin A and vitamin E, which help maintain the proper functioning of the body cells. Fight free radicals and support the immune system response when there are infections, making the body more protected. I have seen people with cuts and I'll put mustard on. I think they're doing it because they think the vinegar has something to do with it, which it might. I don't know. Mustard can also help wound healing because it has an anti-inflammatory property. 
helping to reduce signs of inflammation in the area, such as swelling and pain, which favors faster healing. In addition, it contains vitamin K. It acts on blood clotting, preventing bleeding and accelerating the healing process. But I don't care what mustard you get. Even if it's French's, Italian, Heinz, it could have possible side effects. I know. Despite the benefits, the consumption of sauce made from mustard seeds can cause vomiting, stomach or intestinal irritation, and abdominal pain, and therefore should be avoided by people with gastrointestinal problems. That's a lot of mustard eating. Yeah. I would think. Just put a little squirt on that dog and squirt it. Get it on. And of course, the hot dog. A little mustard on there. No onion, no pickle the guy, yo, if you got it. You think that hot dog guy at the Rangers, you know, the old, yeah. old school, that we, you think he had a sore throat when you got home um, from the games? And that's 162 games worth of yelling <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> See, well, at least 80 something. Well, true. Yeah. yeah, go away. Hey, well, here's a recommendation of, of eating mustard. Consume one spoon soup three times a week a Wait, daily what? serving is sufficient a no. week yeah okay more than can cause gastric irritation and avoid it. industrialized versions they have more sodium and lose all their properties if you insist go for dijon dijon yeah hey Oh, eat a little mustard once in a while. Right, Do you it. have any gray poupon? <laughs> oh, man. Wayne's World. I'm just saying all that. Fun, fun, fun. All right, we're trying to get this car equipped for the winter. Equipped. And we're getting these tips from the old farmer's almanac. So here we go. And, and, and we're talking about people who's got some heavy-duty weather. But you can use this even if you don't have a lot of the bad weather. Some of these things. And here's what we got. Before you go in winter driving, if you must travel, make sure you share your travel plans and route with someone before you leave. And that's with wherever you're going. Route, route, whatever it takes. Yeah. You need to just do that. Uh-oh. In the airplane business, it's called a flight plan. In their land business, it's called a travel plan, I guess. Do yeah. something. Let people know where you're going. If you become stranded in bad weather, do not leave your car. Don't try to push your vehicle out of snow. Light flares in front and behind the car. And make sure the exhaust pipe is not blocked by snow and mud or any object or somebody putting a banana in the tailpipe. Okay, here's the deal, too. Better get those flares. Because <laughs> it's sure hard to light them if you ain't got them. Right, right. All right. Good point. Make sure tires are properly inflated. When there's a weather change, the tires are going to change. They're going to lose a little air. So get everybody on the same, you know, air pressure. 
your mileage will be better, of course, and uh, it'll just ride better. Keep your gas tank filled above halfway to avoid a gas line freeze up. And we're, we're living in some cold weather. It's cold, here. yeah. Yeah. Huh. When You're gas, not going to fall off the banana started. in the day. <laughs> that's right. When gas starts freezing, we got issues. I think that's, yeah. Yeah. Avoid driving when you have the flu, which can reduce your reaction time almost six times as much as moderate alcohol intake. Wow. Boy, that's crazy. I never heard that one. No, nah, if you're sick, you don't need to be out there. I'm just saying. Well, I think I'll save the, this next tips for next week. And uh, I know you'll be hanging on. I know I am. Yeah. But you should be. You know, my Texas High School Coaches magazine came in this week. And on the cover, it's got... Head coach Kendall Miller of Frisco Emerson High School. And they say, well, there were some big old boys out there. Uh, but anyway, he is also the uh, president of Texas High School Coach Association. And I just want to read the, his opening paragraph. It's entitled, From the President of Texas High School Coach Association. I want to get that straight. Coaching is one of the most valued yet unappreciated professions. As our coaches grind through the second half of fall sports, no one realizes the many tasks that you take on each day. While the beginning of November is the end of the regular season for fall sports, it is not the end of the grind for coaches. Basketball and wrestling will begin, and the season of the coach will continue as many of you will enter a second sport. The full-time commitment to your sports while teaching class, attending teacher meetings, driving buses, counseling athletes, and having a family sets the coach apart from any other job in education. And boy, do I agree with that deal. It couldn't be written any better than that by Coach Miller. It is a... Uh, people just don't know what goes on to get that ball game out there. They just sit in the stands, pretty much criticized, even when they do good. It's amazing. They undefeated up there. That's right. They never have gotten beat. So right next week a little bit, I'm going to read a little bit more from Texas High School Coaches Magazine. Uh, coaches of different areas of the state got some pretty good uh, things. And you're going to find out when it's all over, it's, it's more than just playing with a ball. Now, so, I'm going to take the word wisdom. Yesterday we had to deal a long time. Here's another one about time. Don't spend a dollar's worth of time on a 10-cent decision. <laughs> there you go. And that's from Peter Turla. Don't know what old Pete does, but. You got that down. A lot of time we spend too much time on something really kind of small and don't mean a whole lot. Yep. But anyway, thanks, high school coaches. Oh, Pete Turla. Yeah. That's a good name. People don't realize that the, uh, our state, Texas, has one of the, is the, has the biggest 
uh, coach association in the United States. And guys from other states come to our clinics. So that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Kind of a big deal, people. Yeah. And uh, with all the rule changes and added to different sports, and then, you know, just this past week it was announced about five different sports that's going to be in the Olympics, the next one, and one of them was flag football. I mean, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. My stuff goes on. Well, that's all I got to multiply, subtract, add, and divide. And uh, if you get on that Proverbs 3, you start reading that a little bit. It's kind of help your day, and then that'll make you grow into other things. And after you read that, <laughs> and before you watch the lines uh, tonight, you can read the Gent Library, the whole thing. Check that out on Amazon. G-E-N-T. Thanks for listening to Retired Coach and His Kid. Yeah. You got to remember, it's off the uh, Armstrong Network tonight. And uh, Roar TV. I'm yep. a retired coach. I'm his kid. Make it count. First, let's hear from these words yes, or these sponsors. <laughs> but I was hoping that. Well, I tell you what. Let's see what Sweetland and Ron Stats got there. 